Hey everybody, Paranormal Video Gamer here. Welcome to Game Ahead Radio. On tonight's program, we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 2077 and the warning that I gave out a long time ago. And I warned a lot of people and I said something to a lot of people about what would happen if Cyberpunk was released too early. And I said on the radio program that I want them to take their time and make sure that this game is awesome. I said, and you can go back and you can listen to my recording, my uh, show. You can listen to it completely. I said that I think what they ought to do is go back and do what they do best. And that is... Simply make the game. Don't worry about making it to a point where it's perfect. It's not going to be perfect. I know a lot of people are like, well, it should be perfect. Well, no, you're going to have little bugs and little you know glitches that happen in any game. Because with how technology advances, you know, technically you got to figure out, okay, why is this doing this? And, you know, especially when it comes to a program. And I said that they need to go back, even if it takes them an additional year, they need to go back and they need to check it out, make sure the game's running perfectly fine on all the hardware. I said that they need to make sure that it's working for all previous systems as long as, I should say, as well as new systems, because a lot of people wanted it on PS4, a lot of people wanted it on Xbox, because a lot of us were kind of like... Not, we knew we weren't going to get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. There was just no way. And I knew that the moment that PlayStation 5 and Xbox were announced, I knew that there was going to be little to no chance of me actually getting one. I knew this. I accept this as fact. Because, if you guys don't know, I waited eight hours almost in a online line for a Walmart pre-order. Now, for eight hours, I was at the computer constantly reloading, constantly trying to get in line to pre-order the system. And it was in my cart. The system was literally in my cart. I processed for my payment. And a window popped up that said, We're sorry, this product is sold out. Now I found out later on that what happened, and a lot of Walmart customers had this happen, is bots from the actual uh, scalpers. Because a lot of the scalpers use bots in order to buy products. Well, one of these particular bots ended up basically canceling out my cart order because it was able to grab it a few seconds prior to me being able to grab it, between 5 and 10 seconds sooner. So, because of that, I contacted Walmart, explained the situation. They said, well, because the, the order went through 
at a much quick, uh, quicker rate. Unfortunately, we have to go with that original order, even though you're only 10 seconds late. And I tried to argue my case with Walmart, and they refused to budge. They didn't. Uh, they, all they said was, "We're very sorry, but you know, this is what happens." And I pretty much, I knew right then and there I wasn't going to get a system. I also waited seven hours for the PlayStation Five pre-order at Sony. And pretty much the same thing happened. I waited in line and then I got a notification stating that the systems had all sold out that first night. And I knew that I was not going to get a system. And a lot of people didn't get a system. And that's okay. But to go back to my original thing about Cyberpunk 2077, I warned people that if they rushed the game... On old systems, it's going to backfire. It is going to be a buggy mess because they have to take a game that was literally designed for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox. Because I that's what I've been told by multiple sources that it was designed for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. It was not designed originally for PS4 and Xbox One. So they had to scale back a lot of stuff in order to fit the information onto a disc or onto a digital uh, download. Because of this, they had to do what they had to do to scale it back, including frame rate, including assets, and all that other stuff. And they were rushing. Why were they rushing, you might ask? Well, they were rushing because people, a few people, actually gave me death threats because I had said my comment about them taking their time and making sure that it was right. They were rushing people to get the game out. They were not taking their time. They, they were pretty much told by people, you have to set a date. You have to release this game. And they kept pushing it back. They kept pushing it back until in December, they posted a date saying, okay, the game should be ready by then. And then... People saw the one trailer and they were like, are you sure this is ready? It doesn't look ready. And there was some debate within CD Projekt Red that maybe they should push it back a little bit. And then that's when all of the bullcrap started. Everything at that moment, everything in that moment changed. Everything that they they knew changed because now they had all these people that wanted this game. They, they had all these, these pre-orders and they had all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, they're like, wait a minute. I apologize for that. I had to uh, do something real quick. But all these pre-orders went through with Cyberpunk 2077 and they started to get very scared because they had all these people that pre-ordered the game and they're literally jumping down their throat on Twitter and I posted one of the threatening tweets that I received uh, it was a personal message by somebody um and I talked about this on the, the one of the previous episodes here about Cyberpunk 2077. You can actually listen to that here on Game Head Radio. <laughs> um, 
I uh, I posted. Basically, it's very simple. I said, you know what? I would want CG Project Red to take their time and make a game as good as Witcher 2 and Witcher 3. Because those games are freaking amazing. And I said, I want them to take their time. I don't want them to rush. I want them to spend a little bit more time refining everything, making sure that the graphics hold up even on previous systems. And I said in this one tweet that I posted that I wanted them to concentrate on the gameplay aspect, not necessarily the graphics, although I did say some of the graphics need to be, you know, streamlined a little bit. And that happens from programming. You you step in, you say, okay, I need to clear this up. What can I take away that would help improve the graphics? Even if the details of the buildings were not as defined as, say, for example, um, you seeing the actual people's faces a little bit more and not so much the top of a building um, that's perfect, I'd be okay with that because I'm not really looking at the top of a building, you know, um, it's Spider-Man, the game, um, the one that came out on PlayStation 4, does that a lot when you're playing it, you go look at the top of the building, you notice there, it's like a little filmy at the very, very top of the building, and, I mean, you could barely see it unless you're, you know, you're putting your face right to the screen, then you can see that they, they took a little bit of the assets away to make sure that the game ran at full frames uh, at 60 frames per second um, to make that experience fantastic because you could see the majority of the middle middle of the buildings and the lower part of the buildings and all the people great. And that's one thing that I, I said in that particular tweet. I said that's what they need to do. They need to concentrate graphically on a certain depth perception on the lower part, the character faces, the vehicles, the streets, the street lights, all the little tiny details that most games concentrate on instead of worrying about things that are so far away you can't see anything. Well, as you all know, the game was released recently, and it's completely broken. I mean, beyond broken. I have seen people literally threaten CD Projekt Red because they bought a game on PS4 or Xbox One and they can literally not play it. They have a problem playing the game at all. And I understand the frustration. I get it. I share that frustration when you buy a product and you can't play it as it was intended. But this is what happens when you rush a video game. This is what happens when you threaten to tell them, hey, you don't release this game, we're going to go after you. I saw lots of people on Twitter and Instagram send them uh, comments uh, with a couple of their posts with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 that they were going to go after them and they were going to boycott uh, their company because... You know, they're not releasing the game like they should. And, you know, how dare they not release it on the original date that they had posted a long time ago. You know, and I understand a lot of people have been waiting. Uh, I think someone said it was like seven years for this game. 
And I get that. I do. I share in that frustration. But as I said, with a game, especially a game like Cyberpunk, a game like Fallout, a game like Elder Scrolls, um, a game like God of War, I want the developers to take their time making a fantastic game, making a game that we can all go, holy crap on, even if it takes 10 years. Even if it takes 10 years to make a game and then they release it and it's freaking phenomenal, it's totally worth it because they took that 10 years to make that great golden product. They took the time, they put in the hours, they didn't rush it through, they made sure all the technical bugs were perfectly done, and they made sure that the game works and runs as it is intended, and it doesn't break the immersion of you playing that game. Games that get rushed break the immersion of the game. You play the game, and you realize that there's a slowdown, or character's not loading, or a mission doesn't load, and then you're kind of like, wait a minute, how come I can't, I can't do anything here? What's going on? Then you have to reload the game, and you're broken, you've broken that moment in time where you, you want to get into the game, and you're like excited. Um, a great example of this is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I love that game. Don't get me wrong. Odyssey is an amazing game. But I'm more of an Origin fan. And I'm going to tell you why. Origin does not have any frame rate issues. Odyssey does. You play Odyssey, you notice you get on a horse and you're you know using the horse to go from one area to another to another area. You'll notice that the horse will suddenly stop. And then it continues. It breaks the immersion of the game. It's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not like it's a, a game-breaking glitch where it barely plays. It just breaks the, the, the moment in time when you're like, okay, I'm on a horse. Okay, the horse just froze. Okay, the horse is going again. That breaks immersion. And that's what we don't want in video games. We don't want what I like to call... The Electronic Arts Syndrome. That's what it is. Basically, it is a game being rushed out the door because they want to make sure that they get their money. They're greedy as all hell. This is why Madden games and any sports games from EA Sports, all of them suck. Because they copy the same game as last year, which they've done that. I mean, if you look at Madden 19, uh, I'd probably even say Madden... 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. Uh, I should say 21, not, not, not 22. My bad. Um, if you look at those games, you can tell it's just a copy-paste of the previous game. They improve a couple things, but they don't put anything new in it. They take out some stuff to make you think they're putting new stuff in. And they do. They put little tiny tweaks in and they go, it's a new feature. I'm going to make a prediction on here. And we will find out when the next Madden game comes out. I think with Madden, 
22, what they're going to do is they're going to do this. They're going to take out a bunch of defensive stuff from the previous game of Madden 21. They're going to take a bunch of stuff out. And then they're going to reintroduce the hit stick. And they're going to call it something like the superstar stick. Where in 2005 version of Madden, uh, which Ray Lewis was on the cover uh, for all those who are Baltimore Ravens fans. They had a thing where it was called the hit stick. You would use the uh, right stick in order. I believe it was the right stick. It might have been a left stick. But use the right stick to either hit the person with a... Uh, basically, if you hit up, you use your, your forearms to kind of pop them in the upper part of the body. Or if you wanted to go after the runner's legs, you would hit down on the stick and it would go after the person's knees or ankles to try to stop them from gaining more yards. But there was a, a, a big drawback to this because if you missed, uh, even if you missed by an inch and you got like a clip of the person's legs, that person could easily go around you and you've just given them 15, 20 yards easy on a run until, you know, the rest of the defense catches up. But that's what happens in the game if you miss. Well, I think that's what's going to happen with the next Madden game. I think they're going to take away some defensive stuff, and I think they're going to put the hit stick in, and it's going to be named something else. Like I said, Superstar Stick or um, uh, Aggressive Stick or punch stick or power stick or something. They're going to put that back into the game. And then you're going to see on the back cover, it says new feature. And everybody's going to be like, wait a minute, this isn't a new feature. This was from 2005. What the hell? And that's what's going to happen. And this is why I call it the Madden curse for Madden, because we're all cursed because of Madden. And I'm just using this as an example because Madden is a copy of 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 previous games. And this is why you don't want to rush development of a game. And this is why Cyberpunk 2077 is having its issues because they rushed it out the door. They knew that they had a faulty product. They knew that the game was not ready. It was not ready to be played. It was not ready to go. But because people demanded it. And they wanted to get in on that Christmas money. That they figured. Okay well, well, we'll, we'll put a patch out. We'll put a patch out and it will be good enough. And it's not. And a lot of people paid. For that patchwork. They did the EA syndrome. They did it. And the people that work at CD Projekt Red, they're not all at fault. It's basically the big wigs up at CD Projekt Red that did that. It's not the small people. It's not the art designers. It's not the, the code uh, guys that, that run the code. It's not the people that did all the other stuff. No. It's the upper people that said, you know what? We want money. We've invested a lot of money in this game. So we want lots of money for this game. So put it out. And I'm sure the development team, they went to the office and they said, this game is not ready. It's broken. It's a mess. 
we still have a lot of technical issues. And they said, I don't care. I don't care. You need to put out this game now. Or else you will all be fired. And they said, but it's broken. It doesn't work correctly. I don't care. You must put it out. We need money. We need money now. We need money right now. We invest lots of money. We, we did lots of stuff. We need money now. We don't care it broke it. You can make patch. It will fine. And they went, Oh, uh, okay. And then they released it. That's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. And it's sad. And it's crazy to think that someone up in the big office is saying, they need money. Get that game out. We don't care if it's broken. And now the consequences have been felt. There was an old line that I absolutely love, and I'm going to make that that particular quote. It's from uh, the Legacy of Kane games, and I'm going to quote it because I think it just it just fits it so well. It was a quote that in the game as you're playing, it is. I'm trying to remember exactly what the quote was. It was... Now I'm drawing a blank here. (laughs) Um, It was a quote about... The Wheel of Fate. And he says the Wheel of Fate is... Every person has the wheel of fate. They are automatically made into the wheel of fate. It doesn't matter who you are. I can't remember the exact quote from the game. But if you treat the wheel of fate badly, it comes back twofold, basically. And in the game, again, I don't remember the exact quote off the top of my head. And I'll have to look this up for the next episode. But... It's pretty awesome that they mentioned this particular quote about, you know, if you mess with the wheel of fate, this is what happens. It's called karma. You know, everybody was so buzzed about this game and everybody was like, we got to have this game. Get it out. We don't care if it works. And now everybody's like, well, it's broken. I, I, I paid money for this game. Now everybody's freaking out about it because it doesn't work. You reap what you sow if you were one of those people that said, I want this game. I don't care if it's got bugs. Just release the damn thing because I want it before Christmas. Well, you have only yourself to blame. You have only yourself to blame. I warned you. I warned a lot of people about rushing Cyberpunk 2077. I got death threats for it. I got people that said that they were going to hurt my family. I got people that said that they were going to do things to me. I got people that 
pretty much tried to blacklist me on YouTube and Twitch because of my comments about them taking their time to make a great game. And now it's coming back. Karma. Sweet, sweet karma. Thank you for listening tonight, wherever you may be, and I hope you stay safe during this pandemic still that we're going through. I hope that everybody stays healthy and is safe, again, where you guys are at. I want to wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all those who celebrate and a Happy Holidays to all those that do not celebrate technically Christmas. Uh, other holidays like uh, Kwanzaa and uh, Hanukkah. Uh, again, I wish you all the very best. Uh, again, I hope you guys stay safe wherever you are. And I will see you guys after the New Year with the New Year's uh, show. Probably a couple days after the New Year, I'll do another show. And uh, we'll have fun talking about the new news that has come out and i hope you guys will tune in for that until then i'm paranormal video gamer thank you for listening to game ahead radio boop 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 boop